the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Now, the gates of a city is where the leaders of the city sat. That's where the leaders met. That's where the leaders planned. And Jesus says the gates of Hades will not prevail, meaning Satan and his demons will not prevail against the church that Jesus Christ builds. Satan's strategies and schemes will not prevail against Christ's church. Do you ever feel beaten down by the world? Do you ever get discouraged? Do you think the powers of darkness may prevail in your life? God is more powerful than anything that comes against you. No power on earth or from the spiritual realm can defeat God and His church. In his message today, Pastor Dan will encourage you by reminding you that God will be victorious. You can trust and stand firm on that truth. No matter what you're going through today, remember that your Almighty God is in control. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 16 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. most important question you will ever answer in your life. Who do you say Jesus Christ is? How you answer that question will determine where you spend eternity when you die, either heaven or hell. So you want to get that one right. Simon Peter answered and said, well, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah or Simon, son of Jonah, For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. The correct answer to the question, who do you say that Jesus is? The correct answer is that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, the word Christ is not his last name. Christ is a title. He is Jesus the Christ the Messiah that's promised throughout the Old Testament, and he's the son of the living God, which means he is God. He is divine. Jesus was God incarnate. And it's fitting here that they would say the son of the living God, considering that they were surrounded by people worshiping dead, false gods. Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. That is the correct view of Jesus all these other opinions going around. He's John the Baptist. He's Elijah the prophet. He's Jeremiah. He's one of the prophets. All these other views going around. And they're all wrong. There's one correct view of Jesus Christ. And we live in a world, as I said, with a lot of views, a lot of opinions about Jesus Christ. But the right view Of Jesus Christ is that he is the Christ. 
and the son of the living God. And please understand, we live in a world with all these different opinions about Jesus Christ. And the one correct opinion you'll find is the minority view. Most people hold a wrong view of Jesus Christ. A minority hold the right view. We hold the right view of Jesus Christ in a world of wrong views of Jesus Christ. And maybe you've noticed that when you're talking to someone and you start talking about Jesus Christ, you got to start asking some questions to figure out, well, what Jesus are they talking about? Because we're probably not talking about the same Jesus. You probably have a different view. And so we need to clarify. That's the way that it is. Now in verse 17, Jesus says, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Jesus had not explicitly shared with his disciples that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And so the Father revealed this to Peter, you know, supernaturally revealed this truth to him. Now he says in verse 18, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Aren't you glad that Jesus builds the church, that that's not our responsibility? And the gates of Hades, or the gates of hell, shall not prevail against it. And now Jesus does a little wordplay here. The name Peter is the Greek word petros, which means little stone. And when he says, on this rock, I will build my church, the word for rock is petra, which means large stone, like a foundation stone. And Jesus says here, he will build his church. He will build his church, not on Peter, but on the confession of Peter, that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. This is what Jesus builds his church on. He builds his church on the right view of who Jesus is, that he is the Christ, the son of the living God, and you can be saved by putting your faith in him. If a church is built on some other foundation, Jesus isn't building that church. And if you go into a church that's built on another foundation, you're not going to find the Holy Spirit in that church. The Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus Christ. And you will not find the Holy Spirit in that church because there's nothing for the Holy Spirit to testify to in that church. It's not built on Jesus Christ. But when you go into a church that is built on the truth of Jesus Christ, the right view of Jesus Christ, that he is the Christ, that he is the son of the living God, you'll find the Holy Spirit in that church. That church will be alive. Because the Holy Spirit is testifying to that truth, that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. And notice he says here, the gates of Hades shall not prevail Against it. Now remember, they're, they're at Caesarea Philippi at this point, and they're at Caesarea Philippi, the base of Mount Hermon, where these temples were located to Pan and other gods. There is a big cave there. And, and out of that cave comes a spring that turns into a river. It's called the Banyas River or the Panyas River. It's named after Pan. And it is one of the three rivers that flow together that becomes the Jordan River. And that cave that is located there uh, 
at Caesarea Philippi, that cave, the Canaanites said that that cave was the entrance to the underworld where their gods lived. And so they called that cave the gates of Hades. And so here Jesus is using something from the geography of that location when he says the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Now the gates of a city is where the leaders of the city sat. That's where the leaders met. That's where the leaders planned. And Jesus says the gates of Hades will not prevail, meaning Satan and his demons will not prevail against the church that Jesus Christ builds. Satan's strategies and schemes will not prevail against Christ's church. Philippians 2 says that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on the earth and those under the earth. And Hades. Verse 19. And he says now. I will give you the keys. Of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth. Will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth. Will be loosed. In heaven. Now verse 19 is an interesting verse. It's a kind of a controversial verse. It's been the source. Of a couple popular ideas. Albeit wrong ideas. Uh, This is where the popular image of Peter standing at the pearly gates in heaven, allowing people in or turning people away. This is where it comes from. I always have an image from Looney Tunes cartoons of that, in my mind, uh, of Peter at the pearly gates. But this is where it comes from. But we know that Peter doesn't determine who gets into heaven and who doesn't get into heaven. That's determined by Jesus Christ. And whether a person repents of their sins and puts their faith in Christ or not. Jesus said, no one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus said, he's the door. That's a wrong, you know, application of this verse. This verse is also where the Roman Catholics get the idea of Peter being the first pope. That he's given the keys. Now over in chapter 18, verse 18 Jesus gives the same authority to all the disciples, not just Peter. The idea of having keys to the kingdom of heaven and this idea of whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That that actually what Jesus is using here, he's using a phrase that was used for the religious leaders. This was something that was said of the religious leaders, the Pharisees, the scribes. It was said they had the keys to heaven. They had the authority to bind Or loose. Now Jesus gives this authority to his disciples, including us. And so, what does this mean exactly? All this means is the disciples of Jesus Christ have the authority to judge something based on God's word. We have the authority to declare what God's word says about a matter. So, for example, if a person repents of their sins and turns to Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation, we can declare based on the word of God, that person has been loosed from their sins and they have been forgiven and accepted by God and receive eternal life. Just based on what the word of God says, we're not doing the loosening. We're just declaring on the basis of scripture, they're loose. They're forgiven in the same way. If a person refuses to repent of their sins, we can declare based on the scriptures, they're still bound by their sin. 
right? We're just calling balls and strikes. That's all that we're doing. We find a similar example of this in John chapter 20, verse 23. John 20, verse 23, there Jesus said, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Obviously, only God has the power to forgive sins. It's not something we have the power to do. So what does Jesus mean? We're just applying God's word and declaring a person's sins are forgiven or not forgiven based on what the gospel says, based on what the scriptures say. And that's the authority that Jesus gives to his disciples. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. And then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. And from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes, that's all the religious leaders, and be killed and be raised the third day. So for the first time, Jesus explains to his disciples his mission. And he will explain this four times in the Gospel of Matthew. And he explains to them that he must suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and scribes, that he must be killed, crucified, and raised the third day. This is why Jesus came into the world, to die for the sins of the world as a sacrifice, to pay for our sins so that we can be forgiven and reconciled to God. But the Bible declares that we are separated from God by our sins. And Jesus Christ came and he offered himself as a sacrifice for our sins. He was killed on the cross and then raised the third day. Now, this is the first time the disciples are hearing this. This news is like a flashbang going off in front of the disciples here. They're expecting Jesus to go to Jerusalem as a conquering king and establish his kingdom and, and give each of them high-level positions in his administration. They did not expect Jesus to go to Jerusalem to suffer and be killed. That wasn't in their plan. <laughs> now watch what Peter does. Look at verse 22. So for the first time now, Jesus explains his mission, that he's coming to die and be resurrected. Then Peter took him aside. Jesus, can I talk to you privately for a moment? He pulls him aside and look, and he began to rebuke him. He lays into Jesus here. And he says, far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. And Jesus turned and said to Peter, look what he says. 
Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Peter here thinks that he is uh, stepping in here to set Jesus straight. Pulls him aside to have a private conversation. Starts rebuking him. And Jesus says, get behind me, Satan. This is the guy who two minutes ago said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And now get behind me, Satan. Jesus is not saying that Peter is Satan, but what came out of Peter's mouth was from Satan. And I think this is a very, very important lesson for all of us to understand. Jesus came to die on the cross. This was his whole mission. This was his whole purpose and reason for leaving heaven and becoming a man and dwelling among us was to offer himself as a substitutionary sacrifice for our sins. And when he announces this, Satan was right there to try to stumble Jesus and to keep him from carrying out his mission. And Satan will try to hinder the work and purpose of the Lord in our lives. He will try to stumble us. He will try to keep us from following the Lord and keep us from walking in his ways and doing the things that God has called us to do. And I want you to note here, this is the important part. Sometimes Satan will speak through another person. In an attempt to stumble us or discourage us from obeying the Lord. He may even speak through a fellow believer to stumble us. Now that's not to say that believer is demon possessed. I'm not saying that. That believer may not even know they're being used by the devil. To discourage someone from obeying the Lord. And Satan will do this. Especially when obeying God is difficult especially when obeying God requires some sacrifice on our part, Satan will be right there to say to you, far be it from you. You don't have to go through this. I'll give you an example. Maybe you have a married couple. They're going through a rough patch in their marriage. They're both believers. They're just going through a rough patch. They're not headed for a divorce or anything like that. Just a rough patch. They just got to work it out and work through it. They're trying to walk through it. They're trying to obey the Lord. And Satan will speak through a friend or a family member and say, you should just leave him. You deserve better than this. You shouldn't have to go through all of this. You deserve to be happy. And Satan will try to discourage us from obeying the Lord, especially when obeying the Lord is hard and requires sacrifice on our part. And Satan will speak through someone else and tell us. You should take the easy way out. You shouldn't put yourself through this. You know, before my wife and I moved here to plant this church, we lived in Florida and we had plans to move here. And it was so clear to us that God was leading us to move to Maryland to plant this church. And there was a person in the church we attended who was on staff at the church. 
who pulled me aside one day in the hallway to try to convince me not to go. And she said, it's expensive up there. You can't just move to the Washington, D.C. area without a job and without a plan and without any money. You can't do this. It's going to be a disaster. And she thought she was warning us. And I said, get behind me, devil woman. You know, like. (laughs) This woman cared for us. She was concerned. That we were making a huge mistake. And and listen. Satan will speak through people to discourage you from following the Lord. That's why you have to recognize the voice of your good shepherd Jesus Christ. And you have to be able to discern between the voice of the good shepherd. And the voice of the enemy. Because the enemy will discourage you. The enemy will stumble you. The enemy will tell you, you don't have to do this. You don't have to put yourself through this. Look at verse 23 again. He says, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, a stumbling block. Look what he says. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. Satan will try to get us to see things from a human point of view and not from God's point of view. And the human point of view will always say to you, avoid the pain. The trouble is not worth it. Take the easy way out. But listen, God's way is always right. Even when it's hard. It's always better. And we're grateful, aren't we? We're grateful that Jesus didn't listen to Peter and take the easy way out. That instead, he went to Jerusalem, he suffered, he was killed on the cross for our sins, and he rose again the third day. He did the hard thing. We're grateful for that. So that we could be saved. And so, just be aware. Be aware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And be aware that sometimes Satan will try to stumble you by speaking through another person. And telling you to see it from a human point of view. And take the easy way out. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you didn't take the easy way out. We thank you, Lord, that you were willing to do the hard thing and Go to the cross and lay down your life for our sins. Lord, we thank you that for the joy set before you, you endured the cross, despising the shame. I pray, Lord, that we would never depart from just the pure milk of the word. That we would never uh, have the leaven of hypocrisy or the leaven of liberalism that we would just stick to the pure word. And Lord, I pray that uh, when you ask us to do hard things, Lord, that we would listen to your voice as the good shepherd and not any other voice. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. He asked me how I 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, verse by verse and chapter by chapter. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. There's so much to gain from spending time with God in His Word. You'd be amazed at what can be revealed to you in a personal way. Did you hear something today that struck a chord with you and you'd like to hear it again? No problem. All of the messages you hear on Ring of Truth can be found on our website. Go to calvaryec.com and search for these teachings under the Media tab. While you're there, you'll likely find and explore other series or teachings that sound interesting. Are you growing through this study in Matthew? We sure hope so. Another resource you might find useful is our podcast. You can subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast as another way to stay connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. If you're interested in learning more about the church that supports this radio ministry, our website has all the information you need about Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.